0: in Africa's most populous nation, Nigeria. The country is nearly 220 million people and it will vote tomorrow to elect a new president. Young Nigerians have mobilized in record numbers in a vote that's been called the election of young people by the country's electoral chief. So, amid high unemployment, corruption and violence, could a relative outsider ride the youth wave to victory? Dr. Lena Connie-Hoffman is an Associate Fellow of the Africa Program at Chatham House and a former investigator at Nigeria's Anti-Corruption Commission. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, Patricia. It's a pleasure to be here. Could you begin by just painting us a picture of the turmoil Nigeria is in right now?
1: Well, um, besides the effects of the pandemic, um, Nigeria has been going through um, a really terrible time economically. The last um, eight years has seen Nigeria go through two recessions, um, which have left uh, the economy in a bad state. Nigeria is experiencing, I think as of December of last year, um, double-digit inflation, As you pointed out, there's record unemployment, particularly among young people, um, and as well just widespread insecurity. Um, There has been a a rising wave of um, kidnapping across the country, um, with pretty much every region of the country being affected by insecurity in some way. Um, We've known over a decade um, of insurgency in the Northeast. There's been banditry and criminal gangs in the northwest of the country and the southeast of the country. There have been separatist agitations. And finally, in the middle belt of the country, there have been uh, uh, conflicts, communal uh, conflicts and attacks on communities in this area. So it's really a picture of um, significant economic and security um, challenges.
0: Now there are 18 candidates all up, but really only three with a shot, right? Uh, Who are they and what are they standing for in the election?
1: Um, Yeah, that's correct. Um, There are 18 candidates. Um, This has been the longest electoral um, campaign season that Nigeria has had. And it's been the result of a new electoral act that was signed last February. Actually, the anniversary would be um, on election day. So it's allowed for a longer period of time for presidential candidates to be assessed, for their manifestos to be explored. And as a result of this long lead-up to the elections, we've had three main candidates emerging to the front. Um, the first one, um, the first candidate um, to speak of would be representing the com- incumbent um, governing party, which is the um, all-progressive Congress. It is led by um, the flag-bearer of the party, Bola Amitinabu. He's a former governor of Lagos State. Lagos state is in the southwest of the country, um, the economic or commercial center of Nigeria. Um, The second um, candidate of note is of uh, representing the dominant or the main opposition party. His name is Atiku Abubakar. He was a former vice president um, in Nigeria. He's known as a businessman, a mogul. Um, He's run for office um, five times previously. This is his sixth goal at it. And to round up the top three is a candidate from the southeast of the country. His name is Peter Obi. He was also a former governor in the southeastern state, Anambra. And he has um, run one of the most audacious campaigns we've seen in um, Nigeria's political history.
0: Can you talk me through why it's been audacious? And I understand young Nigerians have really flocked to him. Tell me about what's happened there.
1: Um, I think what's happened there is um, he's represented or more or less been a vehicle for a lot of the um, youth activism we've seen in Nigeria in the last two to three years. Um, following um, a wave of protest in Nigeria in uh, winter of 2020, round about September, October of 2020, um, there was a lot of outpouring of activism in the streets and online, um, and a lot of that um, discontent, particularly at how abruptly that protest movement was uh, clamped down upon by the federal government. A lot of that discontent has been unresolved and sort of stayed under the surface of political life in Nigeria. So um, it was really just lying under the surface, looking for um, a vessel, a vehicle for an outlet, particularly be- preferably a political out- outlet. And the PTOB campaign has um, been that vehicle um, for the mobilisation of young people engaged in politics in a way that we haven't seen in 24 years of Nigeria's uh, um, democratisation journey since it returned to democracy in 1999.
0: Thank you for giving us such a good explanation of what's going on in Nigeria. I really appreciate it.
1: You're very welcome, Patricia. It's nice talking to you.
0: Dr. Lena Connie Hoffman is an associate fellow at the Africa program at Chatham House and a former investigator at Nigeria's Anti-Corruption Commission. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listener.